podcast deals with themes, languages, and situations that may not be suitable for young audiences. If you're under the age of 18, parental guidance isn't going to help you here. Welcome to Now Open the Podcast, the sex education podcast that's more sex than education. As you can see, we're doing something very different, and I'm usually not speaking, but somehow I... I'm here. <laughs> I'm Presh. Woo! Go Presh! I'm Trisha. I'm Kai. I like how Presh just gave up the bedroom <laughs> voice halfway through that sentence. <laughs> I was like, welcome to now open podcast. The podcast of both private And I'm Jobim. <laughs> welcome to now open the podcast. Yeah, so as as our producer said, we are doing something a little bit different today for our Landmark 10th episode. Yay! Woo! Confetti. We paused for effect for you. Yeah, We're assuming that, was... that you guys are clapping at home. We expected you guys to have your confetti cannons ready. Yes. And that was for you to just, you know, explode the confetti cannons. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and also, this is kind of like as a thank you to you guys for tuning in. There's so many sex podcasts in the Philippines, dude. There's so many people who are like, we have sex. Let's do a podcast. <laughs> we just want to say thank you for tuning in to ours. So, yeah. Right. For our 10th episode, it's quite some, it's, it's special. It's a special because we don't really have a topic. Well, the topic is everybody else. So, we, we're here to get to know Trisha, Jobim, and Kai. And you. So I suppose. <laughs> and me too. Maybe. And um, I wanted to start off with playing a game that we all know very well. It's called Tru- Two Truths and One Lie. And I'm pretty sure everybody knows how to play this. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have your drinks ready? Yes, yes we do. Okay. All right, I'm not drinking tonight. In the spirit of transparency and honesty to everyone, I cannot drink tonight. Because I am on medication <laughs> until Friday. For so. what, Trisha? I had a root canal, Jabim. <laughs> <laughs> the sexiest what thing. I, I was trying to avoid saying it, you know? <laughs> I had a root canal, and now I'm on meds, and I can't drink. <laughs> it's not a fun thing like an STD or anything. Yeah, you know, if it was canal. like bacterial <laughs> vaginosis or something, at least it's like, ooh, I'm getting some, and that's why I have to take medication. But no, I got a root canal, so. <laughs> that's okay. That's, That's okay. okay, too. Health. Luxury bone health. Okay, go. You start. No, go. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, my, my thing is I, I have to not micromanage our producer. <laughs> no, go, go, go. <laughs> go. 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 Okay. Who wants to start with their two truths and one lie? Let me think. Hold on. I don't know. Mine are all pretty lame. Mm. We're going to do the sex stuff later, so. Yeah. Okay, I definitely don't want to go first then. <laughs> <laughs> no, go first, dude. 
How about you, Kai? Do you have your two truths and a lie already? I'm still thinking. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait. wait you were supposed you have to it do it in advance. Go, go, go do it now. Go do it now. <laughs> you already have yours. Okay, fine. I, I did this in advance because I really suck <laughs> at this game. It worked. We got Trisha to go first. <laughs> no. We did it, guys. <laughs> God damn it. <sighs> okay, so I guess I have to go first. Okay, so two truths and one lie. I'm just going to read from my phone, all right? Okay. So I've traveled to more than 10 countries. That's number one. Number two, I did ballet until I was 11. Number three, I once peed myself in the MRT. What were the three again? Sorry. Ugh. Listen. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, the first one is I've traveled to more than 10 countries. The second one is I did ballet until I was 11. And the third one is I once peed myself in the MRT. I don't think you've been to 10 countries. You did not. Yeah. I the lie? That's the lie. That was the lie. I think that's the lie. Yeah, that's that's the everyone lie. sure? It's not been to 10 countries, dude. It wasn't that obvious? <laughs> no, that is the lie. That is the lie. That is the lie. Yo, you you peed yourself in the MRT? I'm MRT? so bad at this game. <laughs> I just don't know how to lie. <laughs> I just wanted to see you lose. Yeah. Okay, you so here are mine. Uh, yeah, dude, like, tell me about the time you, you peed yourself in the MRT. Um, I mean, there's really not much to say. Uh... <laughs> I, I remember, I think I was in high school or something, and I was commuting home. And, like, the bathrooms in the train stations are disgusting. And I was like, can I hold this in until I get home? Because there's no way I'm going to pee in a train bathroom. But I did yeah, it. Yeah, because peeing your pants, that's not Yeah, gross. I just pee in my pants. And, uh, you know, at some point, you're just like, <laughs> oh, well, shit. This is happening now. <laughs> I love how Trisha was like, I'd rather soil myself than set foot into a public <laughs> bathroom. In a public bathroom. It was flawless logic at the time. Uh, okay, so what was the other one? What was the other truth? The ballet. Yeah, I did ballet. Oh, right, yeah, I, I know. I know for a fact that you did ballet until you were eleven. How so, do you know that yeah, for a that fact? Way. I knew that for a fact. Is this just something I share about myself? I don't even remember. No, that. I know how flexible you are. So. I am not actually. That's a lie. <laughs> that ah, that's the lie. That's the lie. <laughs> I am not flexible. I just have very long limbs. Facts. Wait, now this has become all about me. Okay, Jobim, your turn. Jobim, you're next. Okay. <clears throat> um, I have never sucked a dick. I have had chlamydia twice in my life, and I have an average shaped, uh, I have an average sized penis. I couldn't do it. Okay, so full disclosure, I couldn't do it earlier because my dad came out of his room. He's staying here for the week, for, for the week, right? And he came out of his room, and I couldn't say those three things while he was out. Okay, so <laughs> you had to go. <laughs> uh, out of context, he would have just heard, "I've had chlamydia twice. I don't have an average-sized penis, and I've never sucked a dick." And he's like, "What is my son talking about? You're going to be a father." <laughs> Of all the episodes you, to have your father here. You know. Had to be this one. Yeah. I think the lie is chlamydia. You might have had it just once. You know what? I agree with her because all the other things sound true as well. <gasps> but also, I know you had chlamydia. <laughs> <gasps> the lie is that I have an average-sized penis. Yes, it is, it is uh, I think, smaller than the... <laughs> Wait, so you have had chlamydia twice? 
No, I've had chlamydia twice. No, that oh, is, that is true. I was going to say, things. like, your your penis is perfectly average, Jobim, and I really don't mean that in any bad way. I mean that in the best way possible. <laughs> it's like pretty... I don't know. <laughs> I, I think... I think Size doesn't penis matter. It's human, all about the skill. I think if my penis was a human, I mean, he wouldn't be an unattractive human. He'd be that cute guy in the library who's kind of just like... Checking out your favorite nonfiction section and might be kind of thing to invite to coffee later. That's my dick. It's just like, yeah, and that's a good, that's, that's, a good guy. that's a good person. That's a good dick. Yeah, that's a good yeah, dick. Yeah, that's a good person. That's a nice guy. It's, a good rich it's guy. not like an alpha dick. That's like, it's not like a Chad dick. Who likes the alpha? No, yeah. dick? The alpha dick doesn't get the girl forever. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right, Tara, okay. it's yours. Okay, mine. So mine is, I had. My first kiss in a pool. I have 12 tattoos and my favorite color is teal. I feel like it's the second one. I don't think you have 12. I think you have less than 12. I think you have less than 12. What's the second option? Yeah, you're right. <gasps> oh, have... Whoa, she knows. Okay. So how many tattoos do you have? I have 10. Oh, close. Very close. See, that's the thing about lying, is that you have to just have, like, just close enough to the truth. Mm-hmm. Which oh, is why so I'm so bad at lying. <laughs> because you go, like... <laughs> I go, like, all the way left. No, so how many countries have you been to? Three? Yeah, that's your guys's are you guys's are bullshit. Hers is like I have fewer tattoos than I said. Yours is like I didn't go to as many countries as I said. And mine's I have a small penis. Yes. You guys suck. You guys suck. No one told you to say that, Jobem. That was I thought we were supposed to make tonight decision. fun. That's all you. You know, I thought we were supposed to get juicy bits. We are going to get juicy, <laughs> not yet. I feel so betrayed. Okay, 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 we got it. Four, four in a little bit. First, I'm gonna ask you guys super quick questions. All right. Non-sexual turn-ons. Ooh. Oh. Wow. This is so cliche, but okay. Honestly, finding somebody who is quick-witted, just full mast. If if somebody can, if somebody can banter with me really well, and I mean, because usually when you're used to being the kind of person who jokes a lot, you see people just leaving it at that, the laugh and then that's it. But if somebody can return the volley and keep that up and maintain that, oh right. my God, that is such a huge turn on. <laughs> and also kind, to... kindness. Kindness. I, yes. I, I know I mentioned this before when we talked about this once, but like when somebody does a random act of kindness in front of me, like they give their sandwich to a beggar or something like that, it's, it, it's an instant turn on. Right. I was gonna say that kindness for me, kindness as like an intrinsic ish, like an intrinsic aspect, but like physically tattoos. Mm, tattoos you know what? Yeah. I love I love tattooed girls. I think mine would be somebody talking about something they're super passionate about or that they know a lot about. Like that makes sense. I had my ex. Um, he would talk about the that difference too. between like four panel comics and eight panel comics and sixteen panel comics and how that affects the narrative. Mm. And I had no fucking clue what he was saying, <laughs> but I was looking at him like, uh huh, uh huh. Okay, now fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> Next yeah, question. Describe your first kiss. Ooh. Okay. So I was fifteen. 
I had just turned, or I was like a few days away from turning 15. It was around my 15th birthday. Anyway, I was at my friend's house and we had just finished watching a movie at Robinson's Galleria and it was like 11. She lived right across Robinson's Galleria, so we walked to her house and we were best friends, dude. We were just hanging out. And you know, we were just hanging out in her living room and we and the, the lights were off because we were like flirtatious teenagers, awkward teenagers. And we were just laughing in the dark. And I had felt uh, us inching closer and closer to one another. You know, we were leaning up against the couch and we were laughing and then slowly inching closer and closer. And we just started making out. And we did not stop. Um, we, it, that relationship turned into, we would practice on making out with one another over the next few months. Um, and we are best friends to this day. Oh, I love that it. That is so cute. I love that. Yeah. That's actually a good story. What about you, Kai? Shit. So I did say that my first kiss was in a pool. I was, there was a girl who lived in my condo. And she, I looked up to her so much because she was older and she was so cool because like she had all these toys. So I'd hang out with her. And she was so mean to me, but I found her so cool. And she'd boss me around all the fucking time. She was so mean to me, but I found her so fucking awesome. I'm like, wow. I think that's where my submission, like my submissive aspect oh, of yeah. myself like, came from. Like I feel it. Anyway, so I one day we went to the pool of our condo. She lived on the upper floor and she comes to my she comes to my condo unit and she goes like, Kai, let's go swimming. And I'm like, of course, she's so cool. So I'm like, yes, of course, let's go. So I go to the pool with her and then she goes like, okay, we're going to play mermaid. You're going to be a mermaid man and I'm going to be the mermaid woman and we're going to get married. And I'm like, okay. So I didn't think anything of it. I was like, whatever. But what happens is we're swimming and we're having a little ceremony underwater. And then she grabs me and just kisses me. Like she just pecks me. Oh Oh my. And I'm like, oh, wow, I like that. That was cool. You're so mean to me, but I got my first kiss from you. Huh. That was my first kiss. That sounds like the start of healthy relationship habits. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> that a sounds like the building blocks of. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like a lot of self healing had to happen afterwards. <laughs> but that was my first kiss. What's, why am I attracted so to women who are so mean to me? Oh my god. Why does your your guys your first kisses are like super cute. Mine was terrible. Um I had a girlfriend at the time, but um I was not the full-fledged slut that you see before you today. I was a what? I was a baby. <laughs> I was like baby slut. Not even like I, I was so chaste, dude, like like, slut. like you. Like you're a baby slut. I'm a virgin. <laughs> Anyway, so, um, no, like, she was my girlfriend, and parang we were barkada, became uh, uh, girlfriends, whatever. And, like, we literally went to Palawan together with our own hotel room, and I couldn't even cuddle her. Like, that's how baby I was. Like, I couldn't even, like, hold her or whatever. So, uh, we got back from the trip, and our barkada was asking, like, if we had kissed or something, and I was like, no, we didn't, um... And it was like recess or something. And they were like, okay, you know what? You guys are going to go kiss now. So they dragged us into the bathroom. And they literally surrounded us, okay? So like my entire barcada is surrounding us in the bathroom. And then like I just give her a little kiss on the lips. Just like real quick. That's my first kiss. It was 
maybe nothing I, makes a first kiss romantic <laughs> like peer pressure. You know, it's just so yeah, pure. It's like a fairy tale, right? <laughs> It is. But maybe that's why I'm such an exhibitionist. I think every girl wants her first kiss to be at the behest of others. <laughs> I just wanted an audience, I think. I just wanted I people to watch me. Like. Again, more early foreshadowing of <laughs> Trisha's exhibitionist streak. Her first kiss was in front of an audience, you know? So this is just the building blocks of... Yeah, just who we are as people. Future well, mega slasher show, I don't think of it fondly. I just think of it just sometimes. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> and like, <laughs> not fondly, just some time to time. <laughs> no, I asked because our next question is, what is your favorite sexual memory? Ah! Oh. Or just like one of the favorites. I know there's, it's, it, it's hard to just like put one. Yeah, it's really, really difficult. Nope, I have, I have... Oh my god, this is going to be bad. Is it Lush. bad? Why is it bad? Well, you can just what take am a I... shot, dude. <laughs> no, I want to share it, though. It's probably not my most memorable, but my, my uh, probably my most unique. Let's leave it at that. It's my most unique experience. Uh, we were both tripping on acid, and... What's that? It was... <laughs> And acid is a drug, children. Uh, well, it was either acid or shroom, some some sort of uh, psychedelic, and and it was at the peak of it, and we were having sex, and it was unlike any other sexual experience I'd had in that it was spiritual more than sexual. I physically felt, I physically and emotionally felt the sensation of us being two trees with our roots slowly being intertwined as we were having sex. Okay. And it was wild because I was like, these awesome. are two lives being joined together in the most intimate way possible. Each crack being filled by the other person's, you know, uh, being. And it, it was truly uh, a one of a kind experience. And it changed the way I viewed sex as a whole. Beautiful. Thank you. That's lovely, actually. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> that. What about you guys? Good luck topping that. Yeah, no, damn it, dude. You should have warned us. You should have gone last. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it was. And, and I mean, and you know, when you're when you're on on psychedelics, everything looks amazing. And she had these pink drapes, and the sun was going down, so it was golden hour, and the room was glowing. Uh, reddish because of the drapes and there was just a solitary shaft of golden light coming in through the room and it was perfect it was absolutely perfect that's so picturesque yeah and all you could hear was breathing and hearts beating literally you could hear our hearts beating wow that's poetic damn it i don't want to go now who wants to go next i don't want to <laughs> go now I'll go, I'll go next i'll go next um i think mine would be it wasn't necessarily my it was more of like the experience of someone that was very close to me where in the sense like the first time my childhood best friend slept with um, a girl was with multiple girls including me and that oh that I know this was, <laughs> um, yeah so the first time that I had group sex with my best friend and a lot of really good friends of mine was probably my most memorable sexual experience. Mostly because I felt like I 
like it's like that that idea that you have there's this awkwardness around like having sex with people with your friends the idea that you can't share a bond with with your friends deeper than the friendship that you have you know like i feel as though that 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 group sex incident like made me and my best friend a lot closer mm-hmm. in a sense na like there was a time there was one part of the of the night where it was like she was going at it and then her lashes were falling off so as she was going at it i come up to her and i'm like taking her lashes off her face while she was going at it and i'm like yes girl you go you go get it and i don't know like it was so fun but at the same time it was like this bonding moment with Tina's where we're like bitch we really went there like we really fucking went there i love this we're bonded we're fluid bonded i'm kidding but yeah there like that's where that's where we that's where we went and I, that made me really happy like it solidified my bond with best friend and it made me feel as though i'm safe with the friends that i was with yeah that's everyone great. has such good answers <laughs> i don't know <laughs> <laughs> no um my favorite sexual experience was i i guess it's like my introduction to tantra a little bit um I was at this guy's place and I can't remember why but we couldn't have sex for whatever reason I don't know maybe there wasn't a condom or something but um I feel like we had just spent the entire night just like caressing each other I told you I was tired <laughs> I was trying not to say anything but all right Oh my god that's me Yeah dude it was you yeah yeah and it was like it was but like we were just like I, I could remember also just like kind of focusing on my breathing and like how heavy I was breathing like I think you leaned into my chest and you were like your heart's beating okay. so loudly or whatever I don't know this story okay tell me because <laughs> you were like super drunk or something Probably. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Can't hear me though. Anyway. Yeah, so, um, yeah, but we couldn't have sex for whatever reason. So it was just a lot of touching. But, like, even, like, non-sexual touching, it was, like, a lot of, like, the back, the arms, the thighs, just, like, other parts of the body. And I just was so... I don't think I've ever been that aroused in my entire life. It was just, like, hours of that just edging Pretty much. It was, the it was just the edging. <laughs> edging. <laughs> so it wasn't even like sex. Like, it was just yeah. the edging. That just like a lot of teasing. Is one what you can't have. Yeah. Yeah. That's mine. Thank you. Yeah. That's called a uh, coke dick tantra. <laughs> it's for guys who have ever been unable to get it up. That's what you do. You try to disguise your limp dick as as just like really intimate sexual play let's do tantra baby <laughs> i just want to run my fingers up and down your skin for hours <laughs> you sound like a gremlin dude <laughs> gremlin. maybe not like that <laughs> yes yes do you feel my one long pinky nail mm. You've just single-handedly oh. ruined my favorite <laughs> sexual memory of you. Uh, I am, okay, well, no. I honestly, honest to God, did not know that that was your sexual, uh, favorite sexual yeah. memory. And I am, I am truly honored that, that I am a part of it. Yeah, dude, out of the thousands I've had. <laughs> Thank that, you. That definitely was in, like, the top five. Nice. What about yours? That's so wholesome. For the next question, let's have a wholesome question here. 
How do you know when you like someone? Oh no. I've told you this already. Okay. This is how I know I like some. I think I feel like Precious getting questions from discussions we've all had in the past. Because <laughs> uh, I remember telling you guys that I know, or myself and a lot of dudes that I know know that we're in love with somebody or have real feelings with someone when you can't jack off to them because your brain doesn't want to disrespect them like that because your brain is no longer it's not okay it's not about respect or disrespect your brain is no longer prioritizing the sexual aspect of this person your brain is now viewing this person as um a romantic partner rather than a sexual one so you'd rather focus on other people as sexual objects rather than this person when you're masturbating mm -hmm. and that's how i know Oh. Me? Mm. Um, I know I like someone when I'm smiling when they're texting me. <laughs> it's a pretty easy one. Just, you know, like, or, or like I'm constantly checking my phone to see if they've messaged me. Just like, oh, is, are they there? Nope. Okay. Are they there? Nope. <laughs> That's how There's I know. There's a sense of attachment. Yeah. Like, why aren't they talking to me right now? <laughs> that kind of thing. Well, all the guys are like agreeing to what Joe Bem just said. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just like, yeah, we can't jack off to the people we like, which is weird because I can totally See? jack off to the people I like, but No, it's a it's truly a thing because I mean, that's that's generally how guys see attractive women, right? Like you see an attractive woman and your brain might tend to sexualize them. But if you formed a deeper relationship with them, you're like yeah, she's got a great smile though. And now you're not even, oh, no. you know, she's she's naked in your brain. You're not even looking at her at anything else, but just, you know, the sun in her hair. <laughs> I can get off to that too. Yeah. I don't know what y'all talking about. That's the only thing I can get yeah. off to. To the age. Okay, I got one. I got one. I what's that. what's the uh, what's the weirdest thing you've ever um, gotten off to in, for in in a, in a video? Um, if you're Porn? video sexting, if you're video sexting with somebody, wait. Let's, what's the let's weirdest hear guys thing? answer first. And oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck my bad. Okay. I know I like someone. Well, like, usually it's always like an like just just sequences of events that kind of just formulate into like me realize I like. Them. But with my current partner, with with my girlfriend right now, um, I realize I like her when we spent the day just listening to music. Um. We spent the day sharing music. We spent the day just tripping out on music, and we were just vibing. You know, we were just really vibing, and I, and I think that's really a big <laughs> vibes. And that was really a thing for me because my love language is time and touch. And yeah, like you know, she really like for for someone. For I believe that time is the only thing in life that you can't gain back. And for someone to give me their time is so precious to me. Where for me, it's like shit. Like I'm worthy. Of your time, which means you value me in this sense. That's how I see it. And yeah, she gave me an entire day to listen to music with her and just to really be there and vibe. So that's when I realized I liked her. Yeah. Lovely. That's cute. Lovely. Now let's, let's turn it around. Mm -hmm. What's the dumbest thing you've ever done for sex? Ever done ah! for sex? Oh, wait, no, we were supposed to answer Jobim's question. What was that? All oh, right, yeah. Thing. Um. What is, what's the weirdest thing you've ever gotten off to on site, like video chat? If you're video chatting with somebody 
and let's say the conditions aren't the best, maybe there's people around, maybe, I, I don't know, for whatever reason, you had to get off to something different this time. What's the weirdest thing you've ever had to get off to on a video chat? It's been a such you a long first. time since I've done any video things. I have an answer to Jobim's question. Oh, go. Yes, like, go. It happened, like, it happened earlier today. So, like, I was... Because my, my, my girlfriend's currently at work somewhere, and she, she's she's acting for something. So she has to stay in a hotel for a, mi- for a minute. So, like, we've been... We've been video chatting, and I'm like, hey, I, I honestly, I'm really tired, and I want to kind of jack off, so I'm gonna call you later. So can I watch? So I was like, yeah, sure, let's go. And she was working on the balcony of her hotel, so she had to like kind of keep hiding herself while, like, hiding the phone while I was jacking off. But I was trying to get off to it, and she she was as people were around, she kept trying to say things that were appropriate for the setting and appropriate for me. Ooh, so she'd be like, louder. That's so hot though. Sorry, louder? That's so hot though. Wow. Louder? Yeah, say my name. Wow. I can't hear you. Yeah, like, that is I ridiculous. Like, I love louder? That. I love that. Louder? Say my name again, sorry? What? She was going like that. And in mm-hmm. return, people were, people were talking to her and I was replying to what they were saying. Mm. So it was like, one guy was that's like, sexy, man. one guy, okay, one guy was like, um, like, I mean, from the background, like they were like, yeah, yeah, we went, we went hiking, and it was so steep. It was such a beautiful sight, and I'm like, bitch, I'm a beautiful sight. So it was like I was replying to everything everyone was saying around her, and she had to reply in such a way that was um, not those yeah, appropriate. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah. So that was that happened earlier today, and I, so yeah, yeah. That's so your that your sex play is it's very not, mentally taxing. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you have to be so smart. To engage in your kind of flirtations. <laughs> Me, I'm just Me like, you're cute. Just really like... <laughs> you're cute, hey, hey. You're cute, oh, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, what so was I the think question? the question was, what was the dumbest thing you've ever, that you've ever done for sex? What is the dumbest thing I've ever done? I've done a lot of dumb the things. The dumbest thing I've ever done for sex is a person. <laughs> God damn it. I can't say her name here, though, but, oh, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, Kai, what is, what's your dumbest thing? So, like, literally, he, we, were, we, were talk- we weren't even flirting. We were just talking, but I found him so fucking cute. And then, like, this was the second yeah, guy I ever had sex with, like, ever. And then he goes on, like, so you want to meet up later? And I'm like, for what? And he's like, S asterisk X, question mark. And I'm like, so cute. Sax? Yeah, let's go. Sax. Yeah, yeah. Socks. Did you want to play Sox? the Red Sox? Sox. Red Sox. <laughs> We're gonna anyway, watch a game. We end up we end up we end up having car in the backseat by the church. And then and we were working th- like we were teaching ki- like kids at a church together. What? That's how we met. Girl. And like in the middle of it, in the middle of yes, it, dude. like we had sex it. in his car. And afterwards, he stopped finding me like the entire time. And I'm like, wow. I fell for S Aster's ex. I really <laughs> did. I can't believe that. S I fell for that. Oh. I don't know. What's the dumbest thing I've ever done for sex? What if I'm the dumb one? <laughs> I doubt. I'm the bobo one. No. no. I, I'm a simp, dude. Like, I'll do a lot of things. I once gave a girl 40,000 pesos, and we didn't even fuck. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Is that yeah. it? Is that oh, your you answer? got fucked, like, though, right? You got fucked. 
No, yeah, I got fucked, but not in the way yeah. that... Yeah. No, like... Um, Just not in the good way. Not in the good way. No, uh, she was a dancer in the pep squad, and um, because UP doesn't like to sponsor its athletes, uh, she was looking for sponsors to help her go to a competition in Japan. Right, so they all had sponsors. to sponsors, right? And I just had the hugest crush on her, which is really weird because we had nothing in common. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it was, we went on a few dates and there was just like super nothing. But I was just like dumb brain, dumb horny brain, like oh she's hot and she's got really big thighs and I want my head in between them, you know. <laughs> so at the time I was working and I managed to cough up a lot of money. To help her go to Japan, she she did pay me back, eventually. <laughs> but I didn't even get sex after that. It was just like. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, because if she had sex with you after you gave her money, that would make her a sex worker, not yeah, a volleyball that player. Would, yeah, oh, no. No. I wasn't doing it for no. that. I was doing it because you know me. I just really genuinely like giving presents. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. Mama Trisha, Mama Trisha. Yeah, I'm the mama. mama Trisha. Mama Trisha. What's you? What's the dumbest thing you ever did for sex? Right. No, it's hard to answer that question. The dumbest thing she ever did for sex was to not have it. You know yeah. what? You know what, Jobim? That's it. That. Oh. Fine. God. Oh. Oh. Well. That's it. That's it. <sighs> All right. Do we have any questions on the comments from anybody? Oh. Um. You know what? Let me check the comments real quick. But yo, go. While Trisha's um, checking the comments, I wanted to know what was the, what was the first song slash movie slash TV show slash commercial that made you horny? Oh God, there were ah. so many. Can we even really mine trace was my it back humps. to just one? My humps. <laughs> yeah, the song. I heard it and I was like, I am horny right now. <laughs> and I was a kid. I did not know what that meant. And it was weird. It's because I heard it from my tita's iPod. Oh. Yeah, I was scrolling through songs and then I clicked it and I was like, oh, I'm feeling things. My humps. My humps. Damn. When no, you're a child, you latch on to everything. I was like, what? 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 I want to say Lola Bunny. Ooh, good one. Yeah, she was hot. Hashtag not a furry, but Lola Bunny was hot. No, you know what? I blame the mainstream popularity, or rather, I attribute, because it's not a disease. <laughs> But I attribute the mainstream popularity of furries to Space Jam. Ooh, I think that yeah. if we did, I honestly believe that if we did some sort of mass psychological study, we'd find that the root experience of many grown ass furries today was watching Lola Bunny saunter onto that hardwood floor in her little short shorts. And she was like, don't call me doll, doll. And a, a whole generation of of people were just like, that's what I want to fuck when I grow older. That's it. <laughs> You're right. That is. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think for me, though, the first movie that I really, really remember feeling things to was Eurotrip. You told me this, but I don't remember why. Yeah, because it's like... But we were so old when that came out. Were we? What time? No, Eurotrip was like... I was 14, I think, when that movie came out. I'm, I'm younger. I, I, was, I was 10. Okay, yeah, you are younger than me. Yeah, I am younger than you. So, like, I, I don't know. like, uh, Or maybe Bedazzled? I don't know. It's either Eurotrip or Bedazzled. Bedazzled. Like, fucking Elizabeth Hurley. <sighs> and Brendan Fraser. 
I can tell Kai's got a good one because she's been quiet this whole time, and that's how I know she's got. I, I, really I'm mixed. Answer. I'm mixed between like totally spies as um Ooh. Sam. Oh Sam! And, <laughs> Mine was Clover. And um Debs. Sam. Debs. Debs. I, I see you have a thing for like you know the what? spy genre. <laughs> yeah. Kim Possible. Kim Possible. Kim Possible. Kim Possible. Ooh, she go. Dude, she was so Okay, I change my answer. Change answer. Yeah. I had a cartoon character. I was a, my first real crush. I, I mean, I would like go online and Google her image. Was a character named Nene from the anime Bubblegum Crisis 2040 AD. That's okay, wait, so I gotta. Specific. Okay, wait, wait, what? What's her name? Yes, she was uh, Nene. Uh huh. From Bubblegum Crisis 2048. Bubblegum Crisis. You know what? I gotta Google this girl now. Okay. Okay. All right. I can see that. Yeah. Okay. This one's interesting. I like this one. You have to sleep. You have to sleep. Done. <laughs> With a living Filipino political figure. Who is it? Laila de Lima, because we all know she can fuck. Really? <laughs> Vico, Vico Soto. Vico Soto. Vico Soto. Good That's a good one. You know what? I would also have to say Vico Soto because he's good looking and his morals are in the right place. Just my type. You know what? Fuck it. I'll fuck Vico Soto too. I changed my answer to Vico Soto. We can do it together. Vico Soto, if you're watching this. If you had told yourself, if you could go back in time and tell yourself five years ago that you'd want to fuck a Soto, would you have believed yourself? No. no. You would not have. No, 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 not at all. I feel but like he was such a curveball. I know. A sexy, sexy curveball. <laughs> Proof that the apple can indeed fall far from the tree. <laughs> okay, next question. Porn category that people would be surprised that you like. I don't think anybody would ever oh. be surprised that I like anything because we can I like everything. Benjamin. Just say anything. Let's just pretend. pretend. We'll just go, we'll, we'll, we'll pretend to be shocked. Oh. <gasps> uh, Anticipation. I don't know, dude. I'm in uh, everything. Okay, so it might not be surprising to a lot of people, considering how how much of a how much of a weeb I am. But here here's one of the weirder things that I've been into recently, uh, which I think began last year. Is this thing called Ahegao? Mm, oh, I know that. Where her, where they do like the face, right? Yeah, they do. It, this it is kind of hot. Yeah, yeah. I don't find it's it. cute. Where they do that thing. It's this face of ecstasy. It, apparently, there are different names for different types of faces, um, right? And it is the face of like uncontrollable ecstasy, where your eyes are crossed and your tongues are out. And there's something about being in. Uh, in the throes of such rapture that you are no longer in control of your facial expressions that, you know. But it's always done in a cute that? way. Yeah. <laughs> well, not, not necessarily, not necessarily. There's kawaii. Also, uh, no, there's also um, kinds that are not so kawaii. <laughs> oh, is, is Ahegao generally the release, like the, the loss of control over your facial features because of ecstasy of the sex? Is that, is that what it is? To my understanding, is. but don't quote me on that. I mean, that, that is to gotcha. my understanding what gotcha. it is. We'll have to yeah. ask our Japanese friend. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's a good thing to do. Yeah, like Fumi, what's Aiga? <laughs> yeah, you know what? Like, I feel like people wouldn't be surprised if I liked any kind of porn category, but according to her, she was surprised that I liked hentai. I was so surprised. I yeah. love I, I love hentai. There was a time when I was younger when hentai was all I would watch. Me too. Like, same. Like I was just super into that. Like I, I, I can even tell you um, what to search for to find one of my favorite go tos. Like I, I always go back to it. It's like, it's this, it's this hentai. I don't know the name, but like they're in a school, and then um, if you, like as a as motivation to do well in your exams, they give you sex slaves. Oh, oh, um, oh, you know this um, wow, that's hot. Insane. And then there's like a public toilet version of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? It's free use school something something. Yeah, yeah. So like that's like one of my ultimate favorite hentai's. <laughs> yeah, where the girls are like, if you don't do well in the school, you get sent to the boys' bathroom as a human toilet. Yeah, and, and then they like, get to fuck you and use you. And then some women actually drop so out of school sexy. to become human toilets. Right, right, right. And I'm like, that's like really unrealistic, but also I kind of get it. <laughs> the weirdest hentai, I think one of the weirder hentais I ever watched was an old one from like the turn of the century. Um, it was from a series called Cool Devices. And this one was kind of like sci-fi. It takes place on some alien, a medieval alien planet, right? Where, like, women get turned into sex slaves, and this princess from a rival kingdom is captured to be turned into a sex slave, and she befriends, like, the plot is actually pretty fucking good. She befriends this slave girl <laughs> in the tower where they're kept, and so they conspire to escape, but they get caught, and the slave girl, the friend of the princess, um, her arms and legs get cut off, and she gets turned into a fuck stump. Oh no! Oh wow! I would have stopped watching. I think at that point, was it bloody? No, 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 no. They oh. just like showed her like as an amputee. Oh, they don't and show she was the like, thing. Yeah, oh, she was just like, carry me. Oh my lord! <laughs> carry me with you. <laughs> okay, good. I thought they showed it or something. I thought this no. was some kind of like Bible black situation or no. whatever. It was just weird, and to my like. I don't know, four, 13, 14 year old brain. Obviously, I didn't know that this was a niche genre of porn. But I was like, oh, okay, so this is what porn is. <laughs> it's, wow. it's just people with no limbs sometimes. All right. <laughs> and yeah, you know what? Disabled people, amputees, they, they're, t they're still sexual beings and they still deserve oh, no. to be seen That's... as very sexual beings as well. You know, there's also, um, if you go on Pornhub, you'll also find a subcategory of uh, people with disabilities who, who tape themselves with their sex workers. Yeah. Um, yeah, there, there's a whole slew of videos on YouTube of actual uh, of people with disabilities who are like, yeah, we can have sex too, dude. It's cool. We're, we're sexy. Yeah. We can upload yeah. porn of ourselves because we deserve to be desired. Yeah. All right, Kai, what's your porn category? Oh, uh, wow. Um, it's a weird category. Um... I get off to uh, girls getting their head shaved, but in a context of humiliation. Oh. oh you're into humiliation porn. Why the head shaving? But, yeah, specifically. That. There's so many I kinds feel, of humiliation porn. Why the head shaving? Right? Like, for me, I think it, what gets me is especially for hair is so long. Mm. And it's like, and it's like, she took so, she, she it took her so, in my head, it's like, it took her so long to grow that right. hair. And now it's just coming out that's coming off like i remember i remember watching this one porno 
where the guy was like, you think you're so fucking pretty? And he starts shaving her head. And then he's like, look at you without your hair. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I just like that. Okay, hair. stop, stop. That's me. <laughs> Kai, don't go too far. <laughs> I can only be so awake. <laughs> That's so... Okay, I guess... I, I, so do you, do you get it because... Um, does it come from a place of like, she's losing something that she's she's quite literally Values. attached to and worked it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And because, you like, know it's real because she's outside. losing it. Yes, yeah, so there's something real yeah. about it because you can't fake it. Yeah, because like you'd yes. see a wig cap, yes, you'd exactly. see all in that. In the same way that people who are into incest porn go straight to videos of twins because you're sure they're related. Uh, Shaving what? somebody's yeah. hair is like um, you know that's attached to their head. Mm. Right, like there's an aspect of like real humiliation. Realism, yeah, yes. right, right, right. Okay. Damn, I love humiliation, but I would never let anybody touch my hair. Whenever I've I thought watch of it. porn I've thought where of the it. girl is I'm severely like, oh. humiliated, I look out for the part where there's aftercare at the end. Yeah. Yeah, actually. Because I want to make sure she's okay. It's like, is she all right? Yeah. <laughs> is she okay after all of this? Like, that was harsh. I'm like, all of this is done in a professional setting, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right, next question. What's the next question? This one is also from Trisha's friend. If you could compare your sex skills to an animal, what animal would it be? Ah! Wow. That's a... I'm trying to think of an animal. This is hard. I would That's be a tardigrade. Hard, huh? My sex skills would be a tardigrade. Why the hell are you a tardigrade? A tardigrade is a microorganism that is also known as a water bear. And okay, they yeah. are known for being able to survive in extreme conditions. If you put them in extreme heat, they'll survive. If you leave them in extreme cold for centuries, once you introduce them to a habitable environment, they'll spring back to life. Mm. So my sex life will thrive wherever it's placed, no matter how unlikely. I, I will adapt. adapt to the needs of my Gosh. environment. Got you. animals. <laughs> what's an animal? I don't know much about the animal kingdom, but like, um, I literally wait. just googled animals that like things in their mouth. <laughs> I love that. I think that's like any animal. I love that. We like things in our mouths. That is my that is my Google search, and uh, so far I got a squirrel. So apparently, squirrel, according squirrel. to Google. You're a squirrel. I just want to like just like stuff them all in my mouth. I just want to like two dicks. Let's oh, go. My my sex life in my early twenties would have been a panda bear. Why? Because a panda bear eats, shoots, and leaves. <laughs> oh. I like that. I like that. I fucking love that. God damn it. That's a good one. That's a good one. Okay. You have one, Kai? I think... Because we can skip this one huh. if we don't got any. See, yeah, I'm so I'll nice. skip this. I don't have anything. I don't All right. have anything. I'm, I'm a drink. so nice. I don't have anything. I'm so nice. Okay, let's, let's do an easy one. I will assign one to Trisha. Trisha's is a unicorn. Why? That's not I, even a real or, animal. Exactly. Because your sex is mythical and unique. Uh, oh! for that thing canina yeah <laughs> you're just trying to make up for ruining my favorite sexual experience <laughs> you're not fine you're horrible <laughs> hey <laughs> i did not consent to this degradation okay, let's do an easy question what body parts do you check out first hands <laughs> smile 
Yeah, I'm like eyes. eyes. <laughs> he said Smile ass. Eyes. I know. You're such a man. What a man, <laughs> Ass. Understandable. I'm an ass guy. I get it. Asses Actually, are great. Actually, no. I check their. I check arms for tattoos. Oh yeah. Mm. I check arms for tattoos. Do check like arms. if I see a girl with like a tattoo or like a sleeve, and I'm like, ooh, hi, what's your name? Oh. Yeah. So, um, just uh, some comments from people earlier. Oh, so, uh, looks like Tress's first uh, character or show or whatever that made him horny was Pink Ranger. <laughs> Pink wow. Power oh. Ranger Kimberly. I love Pink Ranger. <laughs> nice. She's a good one. She's cute. I remember Jobim was asking that same question to me. And then I said, um, Beauty and the Beast. And he, and she, he was like, oh, you, you like the Beast? And I was like, no. <laughs> I like Belle. What the, what the hell? Hey, what kind of question is that, Joe Bim? <laughs> Beast would be a totally acceptable answer to. I True. don't judge. I feel like I, f- I wanted to feel like I was Beast. Uh, yeah, she. No, that's uh, why. Okay, so my, my favorite um, Disney movie is Beauty and the Beast precisely because the female falls in love. I mean, the, the princess falls in love with uh, somebody who is based, ba- based on, uh, not based on their looks, right? She loved. She fell in love with him based on her personality and getting to know him. Yeah. My least favorite is Hunchback of Notre Dame because, you know, she just goes with the pretty boy in the end anyway. And uh, Quasimodo gets the short end, whatever. So He got a hot girl in the second direct-to-TV film. Everybody knows those don't count. <laughs> All right, what's your next question? <sighs> now that he's back. Questions. Pick one. I have to pick one? Ooh, I like this one. Which one? That one. Okay. What's something you wish you learned earlier about sex? Kai? I think it would be that... All forms of sex are valid as long as you're not hurting anyone. No. And sometimes even when. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. What about you, Jobim? I, I would have told myself the, the, to enjoy sex more for myself, I think. Because in, in when I started having sex for the first time, I, I, I wouldn't know if women experienced the same thing because I've only spoken to this about, uh, spoken about this to men. But when we, when we all first started having sex because we were inundated in pornography, we all had this idea of what sex should look like and how a woman should sound in bed if you're doing it quote unquote right. And so for a lot of young men, sex is more performative than it should be. Sex is more theatrical than it should be. You're trying to do all the positions you saw in bed and, you know, you're, you're trying to exude a certain vibe instead of really internalizing the sensations and, and the experience. I um, honestly think it's the same for women. Really? Yeah, because like that's actually what I was gonna say is like what I wish I knew earlier is that I didn't have to look good, I didn't have to sound a certain yes. way, like yes. I didn't have to. Because like you were saying, like men grow up on porn, and right. you have to perform a certain way, but then women have to look and also perform a certain way. Not for your ego or anything. It's for us too. You know, it's like oh, this is what he expects of me, and if I if I right. don't do this, then he might think I'm bad in bed. Like I wish I had just like let go of that so much sooner because I was not enjoying myself. Like, yeah, there was like some basic um, level of pleasure there, but I really wasn't enjoying for years, I think. Yeah, I think that's something that I think we should, I, I wish I learned as well. Like 
it's not about how you look it's about how you feel mm. you know and then usually like how you feel makes you look weird so like if like the things that right. make you feel good also make you look kind of weird and like I it's really right. about finding people who who like that i think for a lot of young people who are starting to have sex um there's this idea that you should already know what you're doing and I, I, I wish that somebody had told me that it's that, that part of the fun of learning to have sex or starting to have sex is discovering all of those things and not knowing what what to do. I think I would have taken right. more time or enjoyed my time discovering things more than I did had I known that. Got anything else for us, darling? Did Kai answer? Oh yeah, Kai. I'm done. No, she did. She did. Oh, she did answer. She did answer. Okay. There's a question. Thoughts on dating an ex's ex or a friend's ex? Ay! Ay! Bakshit! Ay! Why is this one the, okay. the one that gets you guys? Yeah, right? Understand. Like all the other ones are like, yeah, easy peasy. But yeah. this one's just like, all I'll right, tell you why, Because Manila is a small town and everybody has fucked everybody. Everyone is someone's ex. That Especially is so gay. true. Especially that is, if you're Oh gay. my God. Yeah. Oh my god. Once you reach a certain age, anybody who's fuckable has been fucked by somebody you've fucked. Or somebody you've wanted to fuck. Or somebody who somebody you fucked has fucked. Oh so, my god. Story time so for me. I have a story about this. Hit me. Um, on around, I think, maybe my third date with my girlfriend now. Um, we were just talking about the people we know in Manila. And she was like, oh, you might know my ex. Like the, like, the one guy that she was ever with. You might know my ex. And then she said the name. And I was just like, I know him. <laughs> uh, he has that terrible tattoo near his dick, doesn't he? <laughs> and you know, yeah. I, yeah. As yeah, far I, as like dating exes of, uh, of friends. Well, exes of friends or exes of exes, Presh? Both. Oh, okay. Do you have different answers for each? Uh, well, it, I guess one is more common than the other. You don't usually date an ex of an ex, but when it comes to degrees of separation, if you know that you've uh, th that somebody has dated someone you know, why would you? Like, why? Why is it necessary? Right. I mean, mm, is I are there not enough people in the world that you need to complicate your life and compromise the emotional well-being of somebody you know and care about? Mm -hmm. Are you really that selfish as a person? Yes. On the other end of the spectrum, can't that other person just be happy for you? Can't they move yeah. on? Right? So there's two sides to every story. It's just, if you can avoid it, try to. Avoid it. But yeah, like a local dating scene, especially for women, like if you're a gay woman, dude, everybody is everyone's ex. Like, I you have no like, choice. Not a lot of gay girls. I have a story about that. Like, I ended up dating my the girl I was talking about earlier, my best friend. Like, I ended up dating her ex, which was a shit show. And like, you know, it did not turn out well. Not at all. We fixed it. We fixed our relationship after that, but it did cause a big rift, you know. And mm. I don't know. I guess like it. I feel like in the straight setting, it's more it's more avoidable than it is in the gay girl setting. Yeah, at least from my experience. Why? Yeah, like, why, uh, why do you think that is? Because because our world, Manila's already small, and then you 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 
You see the gay community, it's so much smaller. Yeah, add another filter there. But doesn't that make it harder not to cross-date because the community is so much smaller? So no, they are the cross-dating, yeah. Is... Like, um, my girlfriend, she has a friend um, at the time. Her, So my girlfriend has a friend, and then that friend um, was dating this girl, and they had a shared ex. Mm-hmm. Like, they both dated the same girl right. in the past. And that's just really what happens in the dating scene. Like, you're dating everybody... Especially in Manila, it's just so friggin' small. Manila is a big city that try. It's a big. It's a small town that tries to be a big city. Yeah. And we all know each other. We all fucked each other. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Chlamydia has traveled from the north and south and back again. Oof. (laughs) Oh no. Okay, next question. Um, Somebody (laughs) from Instagram asked, "How do you approach exploring your kinks with a new partner?" It's a great question. Trisha? I don't know. You know, I think I should really refine my approach because I think my approach scares people. <laughs> because up to this point, what I have what been doing... What is your approach? My approach is to take it out in the bedroom and say, brace yourself. You know what? You're not very far <laughs> off. Uh, <laughs> okay, so the thing is, when, oh I, when I sleep with a new partner, they already know that I'm kinky. Like, it's not a surprise... Um, they know to expect it. Um, but yeah, up to this point, it has been me like asking them, do you want to choke me? Or like straight up going, can you, can you call me a slut? Like I'm asking them to do it in the heat of things. And then I think it freaks them out a little bit, even though they know that I'm kinky and they know I was going to ask for it. But like, I don't know. How do I change my approach? First thing I've been doing with my partner is we, as in in time, we would just kind of look for things that like we both like. So for example, Mm. I'd be like, hey, I'm into this. And she'd be like, I'm into this. And I'm like, hey, I I think I can do that. Can you do this? So we talk about it beforehand and we're like, yeah, I think we can, we can try that out. So we have this, we have this mental list of like, yeah, let's try this. And we have another mental list of like, "Mm, I guess we can do that. You know what I mean? So like we kind of make a list together. Yeah, make a list of like, what can we do and what can we possibly do? We don't have a lot of notes yet, so. I mean, if people, if there's anybody listening tonight who thought that organization does not make sex more fun, you've just been disproven. Yeah. Planning is sexy. It is. It really is. I think we mentioned in a past episode, the freakier sex get, the more bureaucratic it gets. Because it's... Yeah. It's easier. It's so much easier when things are written down. That's true. I, I haven't had any exper- I haven't had much bad experiences um, trying out new kinks because coming into new relationships or with a new sexual partner, I myself am very confident in what I want. I, I know already what, what I'm going for. So I, I put all my cards on the table um, right away. This is what I want. This is what, what what gets me off, and I guess it, it, it's to a fault because I will be very frank if it doesn't work for me. I get you. See, that's what I mean by I think my approach scares people because I have spent years figuring this out. You know, right, right. And, and now you that know I, what you want, yeah. So like now that I figured very, it out, very intimidating to somebody. Yeah, it's like I like it like this, like this, like this, like this, like this. But then I feel mm-hmm. like I'm not giving them a chance to explore me. Now, you know what, what I found, I, I can relate to that, because when you, when you tell people what you want, 
they're already in their head about whether they're doing it right or not. Instead of when you give somebody the free reign to be like, all right, go play. Yeah, it's like I told you already now, now, now experiment with that, you know? Right, right. So maybe Trisha's in my way isn't the best. I suggest you go with Kai's. Yeah, Kai sounds yeah, lovely. <laughs> Kai seems very democratic. Yeah, I think we need to soften our, our thing, you know? <laughs> we're, we're a bit scary. We're too aggro in bed. <laughs> Which can be good. Yeah. Sometimes. It could be great. <laughs> okay, we got a question from Mike. What's your favorite sex toy? Ooh. Ah! It's Vacuum Carry. Wow. It was my it was my first like my first like branded na magandang vibrator. And I Did still, you say like, Wacom? I said <laughs> Wow, they really branched out. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I didn't know they made <laughs> tablets and sex toys. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> I mean Mitsubishi can make ball pens. You know, Wacom like- can make vibrators, dude. <laughs> Vacuum. It's like if Whirlpool S-B-A-K. made a Whirlpool <laughs> making your life a little easier. Whirlpool. <laughs> well, they already got their motors oh, down, so like I would trust. Sorry, Kai. What are you saying? So your vibrator from where? Svakom. S V A. Svakom. Svakom. <laughs> I've had it for like three, four years now. Still amazing. Why is it your favorite? What makes it the best one you've I ever owned? I guess because like I've had, I have a relationship with it where it's like I have, I have like a, I have like a Hitachi one, but then that mm-hmm. shit, just, it's so strong, and I'm like, you're right. too much. I don't like. It's it. a back it's, massager. It's, it's cumbersome. I know. Right, and I, I, I tried to like make it work as like a sex toy, but then like for me, it was like. It's too aggro. It's like it's trying to use a lawnmower to trim your mustache. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. It's just right. way too much horsepower exactly. for what you need it's to do. So much, so much is going on. With Carrie, it's like the Swacom Carrie. It's just chill. It's Carrie. It's, I have, there's three different settings. Not, not it's, it's Carrie. It's not like the other one with 10 different settings. So like, I don't know. I don't want to choose so much. I just want to like have three. I'm, I'll just gradually increase as I go along. I just like the simplicity of it. Yeah. Okay. okay. My favorite sex toy is not a sex toy. It's um, it's a v- my VR headset. Ah, that's a sex toy. It assists you with sex. Yeah, yeah. Um, VR headsets, I think, are a great way for people who are in for people who are not in polygamous relationships to explore having sex with other people. Uh, that way, you still get to experience sex with your partner. But you get the visual stimulus of somebody else. So you're wearing the headset, but you're fucking your partner. Yeah. Wow. I love her. It's she's great. I've always dreamt of that. I've always wanted my girl to play like Last of Us while I eat her out. Like that's always been a dream of mine. It's fun. It's fun when they're doing something else. (laughs) So you want to be the one who's ignored. Whereas I like being the one who does the ignoring. Me too. You like to be ignored or you like to... I like to be the one doing the ignoring. Oh, I like to yeah. be ignored also, like Kai. I like to be ignored. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't notice me. <laughs> so my, my, I guess my favorite sex toy um, is the Satisfier Pro 2. Although I guess I should probably try the other ones. 
I have money. <laughs> the Tyler's favorite. Yeah. The Satisfier Pro, that's the one with the little suction nub in at the end. Yeah, right? the little suction nub. Yeah. You know, and I, I bring that shit out during sex with other partners. And again, I wonder if that also like makes them feel weird because it's like, oh, okay. But no, it's it was like the first sex toy I ever tried where I was like, this is it. I never have to like if I look for other sex toys, it's just because I want variety or whatever. But like this is I know I can rely on this one. Like if I just want to get off, you know, it's I can go in a minute and come for a minute on under a minute. So it's just my favorite thing. It's my girlfriend it's and I were talking about different kinds of orgasms this morning, right? And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you also experience different kinds of orgasms? Because as far as I can tell, guys have two kinds. Okay, dudes in the combat section can either agree or disagree. <laughs> but as far as I know, we have two kinds. We have the the one that slowly, gradually builds up, and then it's like, boom! So it's like, oh, and then, yeah. and that's usually the orgasm that we bury deep. You know, we just grab on and bury like a, burrow like a groundhog. And then there's the second kind where the orgasm is like, And that's usually when you're just like pumping away and not bur- it's not a kind of thing. It's more uh, of a you're unloading as you're pumping and your your dick is like <laughs> Do women experience yeah, different I, kinds of orgasms and if so, what are the different kinds that you experience? I call it the supreme jacks and the sax jacks. Hey. So two. You have, two for you. Yeah. Supreme jacks and sax jacks. So it's like sometimes you're just stressed and you just want to get off. And you just want to like just feel something. Like get a dopamine hit, you know? Saktong sax jacks. So you just get like, you just, you just come to like kind of get the stress out of the way. But right, there's also right. the supreme jacks where it's like, oh my God, I'm feeling it. Like you really put some time get... and effort into the masturbation. Are the sax jacks and the supreme jacks uh, same stimulation, or do you stimulate a different part for for to achieve different kinds of orgasms? Me, it's like a sax jacks is is hitting my G spot. Just just get in there, okay, I'm done. But like a supreme jacks is like both my clit and my G spot. So you can't interchange them. You can't achieve one the other way. Uh, for me, uh, no, I can't. Okay. What about you, Trisha? Um, well, I'm a clit fan, and mm-hmm. a, all, a lot of the orgasms I have come from that. But I also have, like, the sax jacks and the supreme jacks. But, like, the difference isn't the level, isn't, like, what I'm stimulating. That's why Kai fell for the X apostrophe, S apostrophe, yeah, and she was like, sax, sax jacks? Sax? <laughs> so... Sax. Um, yeah, so for me, it's not like what I'm stimulating, but um, everything around it, like how fast do I ramp it up? Because I know I can come really, really, really quickly if I decide to do that. But sometimes you just kind of want to build it up first, mm-hmm. you know, create an atmosphere and just right. like yeah, tease edge. So it's it's not. Yeah, it's just more like not yanking your orgasm out because i know okay. how to yank my orgasm out i can do that real quick i can do it right now just kidding <laughs> but um i'm doing it as we speak i'm doing it as we speak and i don't even know hands Shit. free uh, 
Well, I think this Should is. Do you have different ways of like of masturbating, or do you like just stick to clitoral, like just the vibrator in your hands? Like what? Um, how do you masturbate usually? I tend to stick to clitoral stimulation because just because like I don't want to have to deal with cleaning up. <laughs> You know, I don't want to I don't want to clean my dildo. I don't want to have to deal with like a mess on the bed or anything. So I'm just really like a lazy masturbator, which is why I love the satisfier because I can just like literally lie down and in like one hand and then I'm I'm good. I don't have to do anything. Dude, I am so intricate when it comes to my masturbator. Really? I get you. I super get that. But like I the very first time I masturbated, have you ever been fucked in your life? What? Have you what? Like, just, like, 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 have you, like, humped the pillow until you came? No. I yes. should try that. How, What's yes. the weirdest thing you've ever fucked? All What's right. the weirdest thing you've ever fucked? A pillow. A pillow? A pillow, a pillow? really? Yeah. Uh, that's, that's I have one. That's how I, that's how I first had my, my first orgasm was with a pillow. Weirdest? How old were you? Twelve. Okay. Oh. Uh, weirdest thing I ever put up my vagina. Um, do you know those ice candies that you um, not like? Not like the one from the oh. Sari Sari store. Um, like you buy them in like a Mercury. And yeah, yeah, yeah. They they have like, like they're the, like that. The thick plastic. The but thick it's like plastic. thick, and then it goes. Uh, but I take them in two sections. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes, yes, that yes, one. If you want to get DP'd, you can get a twin popsy. Ooh, cold. <laughs> But yeah, I used to put those things frozen up my vagina, and they're just like really fucking cold. Is there any particular reason you thought to put those up your vagina? Because it's and not something less melty. Oh, um, because I didn't really what like I've put sh- I've put pencil pens up my vagina. That was not good. Um, what else have I put up there? I've put up a lot of things up there, just really not safe. <laughs> okay. Uh, My mom had a vial of um, myrrh. Is it myrrh that's the liquid? My mom had a vial of myrrh that came in like a test tube thing. I fucked myself with some myrrh, bitch. (laughs) Now all you need is a frankincense dildo and a gold one. Right? And I'm good. (laughs) Your pussy will be good. The weirdest thing I've ever fucked was a. You know those arm floaties? (laughs) To get into the swimming pool? Okay, so Adorable. I don't know if anybody else listening right now can relate, but there was an issue of FHM that was uh, released. I'm not, I don't remember what it was, but it was a, a, like an anniversary or a special issue sort of thing, and they were giving like different sex positions. And one category was solo sex, and that was one of the things that they recommended you try. Mm-hmm. Right? You, you put something in like a chair, and then you... You fuck it, and I guess the thing I had on hand was a flotation device. Oh. And yeah, I, I, I fucked that man. thing, dude. Yeah, prison shit. <laughs> That's, uh, That's some prison shit. The flotation device and I are still friends to this day. It's good. It's good. Yeah, so I'm glad. I'm glad. All in Last all, good question. experience. Last question before we move on to the next bit. For This, this one's for um, Trisha and Kai. Have you pegged someone? No. No, but I wanted to so bad. I've also wanted to be pegged for, a, forever. Have you pegged someone, Jovib? I mean, technically, that would With just be With my penis? <laughs> that would just be... Have you done anal <gasps> sex is the question. <laughs> yes, yes, I've done anal sex. So that was a no for you. I do have a friend who, no, like, who's but... been wanting to get pegged for a minute. 
but it just never happened because never in Manila. But then, like, he's always asking me, he's like, I know you're the only girl I know who wants to peg. I'm like, okay. But he's he hasn't been home in a minute. But then when he does come home. I will. For me, my rule is if I if I want to fuck you in the butt and you let me, you should be able to fuck me in the butt. It's as simple as that. It's reciprocity. Yeah, yeah, dude. Jobim, we missed our chance. Equal grounding. Equal grounding. We missed our chance because like I super wanted to peg you at some point. That's actually how yeah. I uh, realized I have like a little bit of dom in me because I was a sub for like years, and then like one time I was just like, oh, I'm so annoyed at this guy. <laughs> I want to fuck him up the ass. <laughs> I'm glad that my petulance like, awakened something he, in he you. He pisses me off so much. I want to fuck him up the ass. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that awoke something in me. And I was like, ooh, what is that? <laughs> That's interesting. But yeah, never happened. But maybe one day I'll find a man who will let me fuck him up the butt. Maybe one day. Fingers crossed. Okay, I have a question before Presh moves on to our next one. Um, if you could give any advice to your younger self so that you'd never receive bad head what would it be never receive that's so specific yeah. yeah what would you tell your younger like, self to be like this is what you do to not get bad head or this is what you tell the other person not to how to give head me stop yeah. faking it yeah stop, stop fucking it. faking it stop making those noises that you, it feels weird and you're just like pretending to make noises what do you mean? You don't like it when somebody's going down on you and they're moaning? No, no, no. no like, I love like that. they're going down on me. Like this, like, the, advice to my younger sounds. self. It's just no, like, I to your younger self it. to not. Oh, so you don't like that when you were receiving head, you were making all these weird. Yeah, things. I used to because I used to stroke the ego of the person who's giving me right. head rather than being concerned about my own pleasure. pleasure. So I'd just be like That's moaning. A good one. And I think. I think that's good advice for a lot of people. I think a lot of people get caught up in what my friends, what I, I have these two friends who call it the courtesy moan. Yeah. It's, it's when you're making out with somebody or you're doing stuff with someone, you know, when you're making out with someone for the first time and it's been a while and you haven't made a noise and you kind of just, uh, just yeah. to let them know you're having a good time. Yeah. Just like yeah, courtesy. Yeah, 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 I'm alive. Yeah, 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 I'm awake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, that's a good one. Stop giving courtesy moans. I mean, it's okay to throw a few in there, as long as it's not, like, the bulk. But don't make it the main thing. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't don't be like so in your you head know. about making the courtesy moans that you forget to have a good time. Yes. Yes. Or, like, when, when they're doing something right, like, you kind of reward them a little bit. Yeah. You know, like, because yeah. if you keep just moaning, they might think that they're doing a good job. So they'll job keep doing that. Yes. And you're just like, no, yes. not that. <laughs> right. Pra right. Practice makes right. perfect. And if you practice the wrong thing, you'll perfect it. So exactly. don't moan when they're doing the wrong right. thing. Right, right. Positive I think reinforcement. To that, I think one thing I think I should, should have told myself in terms of that question is um, speak up when you don't like it. Like, say something. Instead of playing along with it and yeah. being like, yeah, I like it when you're doing that, you know? Yeah. Like, just say something. Say something. Because then you end up having the kind Does of sex it... where you're like, oh, I'm just going to wait for this to be over. Right, right, right. Exactly. So, as you can see, we have a few numbers over here. So, um, you guys pick a number and then I'm going to read the question behind the back. Okay, right. so uh, I, think, I think Kai should go first. Yeah, pick a number. How many numbers are there? Nine. nine. I'll go with number nine. Ooh, number nine, number nine for Kai. Alright, I can't read my own handwriting. <laughs> if somebody offered you one million dollars to break up with your SO, would you do it? 
No. That's a lot of money. Wait, to break up? Yeah. But they don't dictate the breakup, right? What do you mean? Can they get back but together? They, I, I, no, I'll just break up with her. And then when I get the million dollars, I'll get back with her. I, I feel like that would defeat the purpose of the question. So I think we have to remain clarify. broken up. Mm. Uh, we can still fuck though, right? Like, oh, I guess. We can be fuck buddies. I guess. I can, okay, yeah. No, they I'll moved to the, the North Pole. pole. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'd take the million dollars and then figure out a way around it. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I'd take the million dollars and move to the North Pole. <laughs> <laughs> Places. I don't understand. This tropical bitch is gonna move to the North Pole. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go next? Shabam. Number one is still right. there, by the way. It just fell. Alright, I'll take number one. I'll okay. take number one. Because it fell. Number one of the people in this room, who do you want to make out with the most? <laughs> well, there's only two people in that room, and there's only one person in the room Kai is in. Which room are you referring to? No, in in this Ah, yes. In our, in our um, cyberspace. Yeah, in our cyberspace. In our cyberspace. You're thinking way too hard about this, bro. Yeah, because I have a girlfriend and a son on the way, so my answer has to be good. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Right? So I can't just like... Okay, you know what? I, I have an answer that is both true and safe. Ah, good. I would like to make out with Kai because my she is approved by my girlfriend as an extremely attractive <laughs> human being. My girlfriend has the biggest crush on Kai and my girlfriend has amazing taste. Therefore, I'll go with, uh, I'll go with Kai. There you go. Thank you. That's a good one. That makes quote. my heart jump. I like that. Thank you. I'll pick four, my favorite number. What is the biggest romantic fail you've ever experienced? <laughs> oh no! Uh, Can the forty thousand peso girl count? No. No, that's no, romantic. No, no, no. I have another one in high school. It was absolutely humiliating for me. Um, there was this girl I really like. You know, what? I can't even fucking remember which girl it was, but I remember this. Um, I bought a giant Hershey's kiss that was like literally the size of my face. Like, it's just one chocolate kiss. Like, this big. <laughs> and I came okay. in there with... It was, it was Valentine's Day. I came with roses and probably a note or something. And I went up to her and she just refused to take it. She just wouldn't take it. <laughs> and it was just, like, so heartbreaking. So I just sat in the field with my friends and we were just eating the chocolate together. Oh, that sucks. Oh. You had to eat the Hershey's mom while together. Yeah. They're there. They're the car. My little heart broke, but it's okay. I don't even remember which girl this was, so. Oh, thank you, next. <laughs> All right, who's up next? Me. Kai. Kai. All right. Um, three. Three. I'll get number three. Bum, bada, bum, 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 bum. What's the most embarrassing thing your parents have caught you doing? <gasps> masturbating like i was it was the dumbest thing dude like i was like i said when i was younger all i masturbate the only way i masturbated was pillow fucking so i would like pump my fucking pillow oh my goodness and my dad walks in and i'm like we like stood there for like a good like 10 seconds we're like 
And then, like, I get, he walks out, I get dressed, I walk out, I'm like, because I have this thing where an embarrassing thing happens, I want to resolve it right away. So anyway, I walk out, hoping for some kind of shit to happen. And he's like, did you get your period? I'm like, yep, I got my period, that was it, that was it. I don't know how he came up with that conclusion, but he's like, yeah, you were probably using the pillow to clean up your period. I'm like... Yeah. You yeah, probably thought the pillow was a tampon. Do. That's it. That's what women do. <laughs> and we haven't been allowed an SM do. department store since. <laughs> and you're like moaning. <sighs> Cleaning my uh, Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. Feels that so was good. probably the worst, dude. That was the worst. Ooh. All right. And then it was quick on his feet, though. It was like, you get your period? <laughs> yeah, but it was also really like, bad. It's just that like, was so dumb. I'm like, that has no connection. But like, okay, I think, no, I, I, okay. to, to, my, to my primitive male brain, it does make, make a connection. Because it's like you're old enough to experience. He's trying to, I, I think he was trying to rationalize that you're old enough to experience sexual things. Because if you had your period. So you were physically prepared for this sort of bodily change. He's okay. trying to rationalize it By in his mind. fucking a pillow. Yeah. 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 That's what periods make you do. At least it's a pillow, yeah, not a person, yeah. you know? Right? Remember in Twilight when Bella first got her period? She fucked all the pillows. <laughs> anyway, I'll pick number seven. Number seven says, what's the dirtiest thought you've ever had? Ooh, that's a hard one for ever. him, I think. Oh no. Look at his face. I know, he he keeps picking these questions. Just, just. <laughs> oh, the reactions are killing me. Um. And this is the one time his internet decides not to lag. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> Get the one and that's a Benizar. You little bitch. Shut up, though. I actually don't know. I mean, I, I think it's because all of my dirty thoughts are always so on the table and they're they're enacted. Like nothing. There's very. I don't think there's anything that's really taboo between me and my, the sexual partners that I've had in the past. So nothing jumps out to my mind what when you the ask what the most recent. Na lang. The most recent dirty thought you had. Like a really dirty one. Well, I mean, dirty, right? And what's the taboo for? Uh, uh, is it forbidden? Is it freaky? What's what's dirty? Mm, yeah, maybe a little freaky. Doesn't have to be taboo, but just a little, a tad freaky. Not like I want to make love to you and under the moonlight or anything. But if that's his thing, unless that's your God thing. <laughs> Don't kink shame him. Nah, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I really, I, I'm at a loss for words, really. I cause why Presh? What's to, the dirtiest thought me, you've ever had? Everything oh, no. is not, not about me. everything is normal. Nothing to me is really that freaky. Point. Because if, yes, if, if, if somebody were to okay, for example, if somebody were to come to me and say, um, "I'm a real freak. I'm super, super kinky. I'm into this and this and this and that," I'd go. That sounds about right. You know, that, that doesn't reasonable. make you a freak. You know, so I, I, I'm having trouble categorizing anything as freaky per se. Good point. Good point. All right. Does it mean I pick a number? Yeah. Um, I haven't had an odd number, so five. What are three adjectives that you that best describe your vagina? Ooh. I'm glad I didn't pick that one. Yeah, because like I mean, like I would have said penis. penis. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, three adjectives that best describe my cooch. my cooch. Small, if you believe it. <laughs> Which is really weird because I'm a huge person. Cute. <laughs> I've heard this a lot from partners. Like I have a cute vagina. Like I don't know. You do. I can't see. I do. See, I can't. I can't look down there, so I don't know. All if Trisha's angles. vagina was a facial expression, it'd be this. Oh, that's a good one. And that, that emoji that has the heart, that was kissing, it has a yeah. heart. So. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> maybe the third would be thirsty. Hey. My vagina's a thirsty one. All right, last round, last round. Must be why she's always wet. Yep. Last question. Can uh, I see, can I see? Uh, so there's two, can I see what's the left? Three. I'll get number two. Kai gets number two. Oh. Fuck Mary Kale people in this cyberspace. Hey! <gasps> oh. There's the three of us. Yeah, Where would you bury me, Kai? <laughs> <laughs> I. Oh my god. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Wait, I think we should all answer this one. Let's all answer this one. Let's all answer Oh, wait, no, I don't want to answer this one. So, <laughs> um, okay, let's all answer this one. So hard. That's the point. It's so hard. I don't want to kill anyone. Oh no. No. Okay. We all know okay, nobody wants um, to kill the other. But person. you have to kill somebody. You, you can do it with the tears like going down your cheek. Okay. Yeah, the context the of this fuckberry kill is basically kill Joe Bentley just left. <laughs> <laughs> well then he's dead. He knows. He's dead to us right now. <laughs> Fuck Trish and Mary Brush. <gasps> oh, you'd fuck sweet. me. You'd marry me. <laughs> and of course, oh Jobin's dead. Word. So <laughs> dead in a ditch somewhere. I know. Fuck. Straight up. man found dead in a ditch. <laughs> what a headline. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, let's wait for him to come back because I want to hear his answer too. So maybe we should check the comments. Mm. Oh, there he is. But whatever, we're checking the comments anyway. Nobody oh, got commented since then. That's fine. All right, so you fuck Mary Kill Jabim, which who would you fuck Mary Kill? What did Kai say? <laughs> well, I you left, you. so, so you're sorry. dead to us. Yeah. All right, fine. So I died. All right, fine. Um, uh, I definitely married Trisha because I know that Trisha and I have a, a wonderful relationship, and Trisha is just one of the most caring and nicest people I know. Oh, that's easy. I'd kill Kai, so I'd lose all the competition for my girlfriend's affections. Ha! And I'd fuck Presh to Good piss off Trisha. Me. Good luck. What though? What? <laughs> I'd fuck Presh to piss off What? What did he say? He'd fuck you to mess with me. That's funny. That's a very you answer, Jobim. <laughs> yeah. right. You answer. I'll answer. You, you go first. Okay, um... This is a hard one. I'd rather just fuck all of you, um, if I could. That's the correct answer. That is the correct answer. And you have, uh, almost. Almost. <laughs> um, I would kill... God, this is difficult. <laughs> I don't okay. want to kill I'll anybody. I'll accept it. You've already fucked him. So uh, yeah, I've already done. fucked you. So I would, you know, it would be nice to do it again. But you know, like, no, sorry, dude, you're dead. You're dead. I, I have to kill you. Uh, 
and then I would. Oh, God, <laughs> who do I fucking marry? Right. Um, this is a hard one. They both have extreme wife potential. The person who you've already had sex with, and the person who is right next to you. <laughs> let's not make this awkward. Yeah, let's not make this awkward. No, but I would totally. Okay, I think I would fuck Kai because she's like my best friend. I don't think I could marry her. <laughs> And I would marry Fresh. Oh, I do. Hey! <laughs> Alright. Good, right. answer. Good answer. Who you? Me? Okay. Kill that one. Okay, fine. Get good. Guys. I would marry Kai. Let's just play Mary Fuck. I would, I would marry Kai and I would fuck Mary Jobim. Fuck and oh. kill Jobim. Did you hear oh. that, Jobim? What? She said that she would marry Kai and fuck you. Oh! Oh! You all heard that, right? <laughs> this goes on the podcast. This is, yeah. Yeah. This is recorded. Mm, recorded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and being broadcast. Uh, I don't know how I many people. I would kill Trisha because I want her to haunt me forever. Oh. Ay, fuck! Fuck! That's a good oh, answer. Next, next. next Alright. Jobin, um, pick one. Okay, I will take eight. What's the biggest mistake you've ever made in bed? Ooh. I, I've told you this before. I've, I've, I've answered, um, I picked up a, uh, I, I, I took a call. You answered a call. Yeah. I know this call. Oh, no. I took a call. I, <laughs> yeah. In, in the middle of sex, I just picked up. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the, who did you, who was on the other end of the line? I do not remember. <laughs> oh, no, 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 okay. So this one's, okay. The biggest mistake I ever made was double booking two people on the same night. Oh, I know this. I yikes. Oh, no, what, what, how, how'd you deal with it? Uh, okay, well. so the, lo the, the, the short story is, I was coming, I was coming down from this, like, really weird, um, this really weird kind of acid that also had like meth in it, right? <laughs> that lasted for over 24 hours. Okay, I'm so you're so tripping sorry. for over 24 hours. And I had taken like two of them. Um, and I had just come from like a birthday party, so I was still tripping balls. And I had invited one person over to my house and that person said yes. Then later on in the night, another person messaged me and asked if they could come over. And I, being the greedy stone fuck that I was, said yes. Um, and so the first person arrived and I explained the situation. I was like, hey, uh, I have somebody else coming over later, but then after, uh, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll kick them out after so you can actually stay the night and the other person will just come over for like an hour or two. Oh my God. And... The, the first person was like, all right, fine, that's cool, because we weren't dating or anything. We were just sleeping with each other. Yeah, so we were like, all right, fine, do that. And it was just a horrible experience, because I was coming down, and there was a person in one room of my apartment, and then at, like, midnight or 1 a.m., a second person arrived. Or, no, 3 a.m. Yeah, it was around 3 a.m. The second person arrived, and I had to put them in another room, and they refused to leave, so... I spent more time with that person than intended, and the person in the other room and I had to come up with some BS excuse to get that person out of my house. And yeah, it was just a whole ordeal. It was, 
There's there, there are more details to it. It was far more complicated than that. But yeah. that is the general gist of the situation. Oh my god. There's one last, right? Yep, that that's that's me. I don't know how I can top that though. Oh, what's this question? Oh. Without naming names. Uh-huh. Shout out to person who you're not currently with that you masturbate have masturbated to. No. What do you mean without a name? She's supposed to shout out then. Like I just have to say I have to be cryptic about it. The clues. Oh, this is hard. I've actually this was your question. Was it my question? Oh fuck. Yeah, I wrote this down because you said it. Damn it, why did I pick it? <laughs> um I've actually only masturbated to four people in my life. Yeah, like I mean, like not porn. We don't, we don't count porn. Yeah. Yeah, right? no. I mean, like what? But like thinking about somebody, four people. That is so fucked up, you prude. No, because like you really have to earn your way into my brain. How right? do you not fantasize about people you randomly meet every day? I don't. Like I feel like you have to earn like a really really special place in my head for me to be able to imagine you. To have to like come up with that, you know, like, so it's only been four people. Um, thanks for narrowing that down. Wait, wait, okay. So shout out to one. Person. And three of them are in this room. <laughs> okay, so I guess I'll shout out. I'll shout out the one I've actually never had sex with. That one. <laughs> out of the four people, I imagine in my head. There's one. So I the one not. person that's not here. <laughs> if you're listening, if you're, you're listening, give us a like. You know, follow our podcast. Okay. <sighs> How do you feel? Lord. <laughs> and that's all our questions. And that's all of our that's, questions that's, for that's, today. Fresh, I have a question for you. Oh, okay. As a virgin, and having heard us talk about sex for the past 10 weeks um what what are your expectations of sex when you finally do have it now that you have some context mm. what do you <laughs> hope to get out of it what, what do you hope to get out of your first time i'm a little bit intimidated you know with just thinking about someone doing that to me you know it has to be so intimidated you're sitting beside the living embodiment of a kama sutra how are you intimidated by sex <laughs> Thank you, Joe Bim. I'm going to put that on my tombstone. Mm. <laughs> Living embodiment of the Kama Sutra. I think the dead embodiment would be. <laughs> do you want an actual... <laughs> Actually. <laughs> do you want an actual um, serious answer? You can give me any kind of answer you want. This is your episode. <laughs> I don't like it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what sex is like too sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> my expectations of sex um okay well I'll, I'll sort of answer that question because i never was really interested in sex or i thought sex was like it was so taboo for me you know but why hanging around with you guys um very sexually open and i never really considered myself to be a sexual person because in high school i thought i was asexual because like, I would, like, fuck nobody, you know? And then kind of discovering that and being around people who talk about sex the way that they do, 
and for me, but it's like, oh, I, I kind of resonate. I like the way that they talk about sex, and I like the way that they view sex. If in high school you identified as asexual, what was the experience that made you realize that you were not? I kissed the girl, and then I felt bad about it. The lesser-known Katy Perry hit. <laughs> lesser-known. <laughs> I kissed a girl and I felt bad about it. Based on her yeah. <laughs> I felt bad about it because I, I knew that I wanted more. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. And then we continued kissing um, in the chapel bathroom. The chapel. What? The chapel bathroom. Right next to it. The new so one. You went from asexual to making out in uh, a chapel. Yeah, to making out with a girl in a chapel. You went full on gay. Yeah, <laughs> there was like no. In our schoolgirl uniforms, you know. Like, Ooh, what a, yeah, what a moment. Yeah. What a moment. Went, it was great. Asexual to pagan, real quick. <laughs> Uh, Trisha, Kai, as people who have had sex with both men and women, what are the pros and cons of having sex with a penis versus a vagina? Not a man versus a woman, but a penis versus a vagina. I talk about this a lot with my girlfriend. Like, I mm -hmm. tell her, like, you know, I feel as though I, I like dick. I don't like it when it's attached to a person, but mm -hmm. I like dick. Where it's like, if I can get the dick... Without having the, the body of the person and the emotions and just, just the drama and the misogyny, I'd love that. Which is why I am a huge proponent of fucking dildos. And this is why, like, I like how dildos, imagine misogyny comes with dick in guys. Definition of dick. Right? That's, that's so good, yeah. Right? So I think about it, like, with, with dildos, it's like, I can attach it to a beautiful girl. I can have it in a corn shape, a purple. I can have the Hulk's fucking dick if I wanted. I can just find it online and be like, I want this. Now fuck me with this. But with dick, right. you can't do that. You can't do that with dick. You can't be like, can turn your dick into the Hulk's dick. I want it green. You can't do that. You know? If only. You can't I, do that. So I, I would say, though, that there is something it. that having sex with a dick that's attached to a person is different. Is I, I constantly wish that my girlfriend had a penis that worked um not because like i mean obviously not for like fucking reasons like you know we have a strap on it's pretty much the same but i want her to be able to feel it i yeah, i i yes. love looking at a person and then like a person who's attached to the penis and seeing how they're reacting to feeling inside of me. I yes. love So you that. feel yes. that there's less reciprocity when a strap-on is being used for penetration? Yeah, I wouldn't say reciprocity, but it's just more like, yeah, they can still derive so much pleasure from fucking you with a strap-on, but it's very different than feeling it in your nerves. body. Yeah. yeah, there are no nerves. If you could somehow have like attach the nerves and whatever, that would be great. As women who prefer... Um, being romantically involved with other women, but enjoy having sex with men. What could men in general do to step their emotional game up to make them a more appealing, uh, more appealing choice for you to date? What's missing from men that women provide? I think for me, just be real. Empathy. Yeah, just be real. Empathy. That's it. Empathy in, in what sense? I understand that it's a fucking scary world for women. Like it's okay. for me, it's like just to understand that the world is honestly a fucking scary place for women, given that 
there are so much men who are just total shit. And this to understand that and to really just like extend a sense of like 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 empathy, understanding that if I can if 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 this is such a shitty world for women because of the ways in which men have just fucked it over, I don't have to add to that and have to figure out ways in order to make women feel safer. At least with a woman I'm with. You know? That's that's just it. No, I get that. Because, like, I, I was on Tinder recently, and this guy was trying to, like, I don't know, say flirt with me, seduce me, get me, whatever. But he was like, I'll kidnap you and take you to an island. And I'm like, words. Like, bro. Words. <laughs> I do not want to be kidnapped by a person I don't know. You know, like, just even things like that. And I, I even told him, like, um, I just got to get to know you first so I know you won't kidnap me for real. Haha. <laughs> you know, I tried to play it off as a joke, but he kept insisting on the fucking choice of words kidnap and it's just like dude have read the room you know like right (laughs) all right yeah yeah end (laughs) end okay all right so i think that's all the questions we have for today we've gone so over time more than we usually do because we obviously love talking about ourselves so um thank you to everyone who stuck around to learn about us um Wait, do we have another question? Somebody was asking if um, we have any events where we can meet. Oh, yeah. So somebody asked in the comments if we have get-togethers, meetups, where they can get to know us better. And you know what? If there wasn't COVID, 100% we'd have that. But I don't know. Well, this is, this is what you're stuck with. This is what you're stuck with. Uh, maybe maybe one of these days we can have like a little Discord meetup that isn't recorded. And we can just like talk and have a little powwow and drink. And stop showing your nipple, Jobim. <laughs> well, at least we're an 18 plus podcast, allegedly. Um, so yeah, uh, maybe we can have a Discord meetup one of these days if you guys are interested, and we can just get to know each other, uh, talk, have drinks online, and maybe when COVID is done and we can return back to normal, then we can have one in in, in person. And first round is on me. Oh. Yes, our first um, getting Mama to Trisha. know you event will be an orgy, and you will be able to sign up on Patreon. Yes, um, <laughs> if, if you sign up to the highest tier of Patreon, which is like five thousand a month, Char, uh, you get to <laughs> penetrate me. Yeah, you get to penetrate Joe Bim. That I is will the allow you to stick something in my butthole <laughs> for five thousand pesos, Joe Bim. You, yeah. You're worth a, a little bit more than that. Okay. <laughs> 5, Not according to my uncle. Anyway. Oh. Um, oh. We, um, do follow us on uh, Spotify if you guys have Spotify. Where else does our podcast come out? Uh, we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, whatever Google's version of the podcast is. Uh, basically everywhere um, you can listen to podcasts, we are on it. Uh, we only have a couple of episodes up at the moment, but don't worry. We are working on getting more edited and out there. Please uh, like us, subscribe, or whatever, follow, because every little bit helps us out. Yeah. Maybe one day we can land a sponsorship deal or something. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, like, subscribe. Uh, we're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Uh, we don't have an Instagram because that's a dying platform. Um, <laughs> uh, you're not in it. Yep, pretty much, because I'm not there, so they decided to shut down. Um, so you guys want to plug your personal socials? Thanks. XOXCI on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you got Jobimism, that's J O B I M I S M on Twitter. 
Jobim Javier on Instagram. Uh, I have a radio show on Monday to Thursday called The Morning Show Morning Show from 10 a.m. to 10.40. I also have an upcoming podcast called Aging Millennials. Do watch out for that. And I am at Trisha O'Bannon on Twitter. That's it. I'm nowhere else. All right. Good night, guys. Wait, no. Your producer has to promote. You got. You have a song and a music video out. <laughs> promote your stuff. Stream don't run. The music video's gay. And Quite that's, that's a good way to end this. Bye, everybody. See you next Tuesday.